What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the I Was There podcast. In this episode, I got a chance. Well, I have Bryce with me again, friend of the show. He's back on. Hey, everybody. Happy to be here again. Yeah. Yep. I um, we're, we're diving into the Vision Pro. I just did some hot yoga, so I'm feeling pretty, pretty flexible, pretty relaxed. <laughs> and um, let's just jump right into it. So how was your like, how was the pickup experience? Let's talk about that, because was there hype or something at the at the store? There was, but I think just as a developer, the maybe the hype didn't match what I was excited for. <laughs> like because I was so excited, and you know, I mean, I was watching WWDC, and when they said one more thing, I literally screamed. I was like, "No way!" So. I mean, I think I was just always overly excited for it. So I can't really expect everyone else to be as excited as yeah. I was about it. But I mean, the pickup experience was great. Like my, I had a scheduled pickup at one o'clock and I did get there a bit early. I was, I uh, just had some extra time to burn. So I was there at 1130 and I'm just, I'm just gonna... early. <laughs> Real early. I was like, I'm just going to sit and uh, continue to do my work. But they were really quick. They got me set up uh, with a demo of the with Apple Vision Pro. And by 12 o'clock, I tried it. And the sales rep was trying to walk me through a demo. But I was I was ahead of I was I, I know it. I want to try the different things. But I was you know following her lead. Yeah. But I got to do a demo and it was it was what I expected. I knew it was going to be great. And mm -hmm. that's the experience I got. And yeah, by definitely like like I said, my original appointment was at one. But by one o'clock, I'd already demoed, bought it and I was mm -hmm. out of the store. So that was yeah. nice. Uh, all right. So and wait, I'm assuming you unboxed it that the in the evening or later in the day, right? Yeah. <laughs> what are what are your initial thoughts? Is it a flop? Is <laughs> no. I, it's really not. It is, I mean, uh, expensive hardware, but it is just so mind-blowing. Like, when I, like, the box has a new car smell. Like, I was, like, I mean, literally the smell, like, you could, like, it just smelled, like, awesome. Like, like that new car smell. And then luxurious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the box was huge. I mean, it's it's like, you know, you get a MacBook box. It's, you know, pretty thin. Mm -hmm. You could hold it in your hands like this. But it's like it's like maybe six or seven MacBook boxes tall. Like it's a it's a pretty hefty box. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just the feel of the box. It was it's like like I said, very high quality. Like that's where the thirty part of the thirty five hundred dollars <laughs> is going to is that is that box. Mm -hmm. And I actually would have loved for the texture on the box to have like some different elements to it. Like it was all just one material. But as you say, rub over Apple Vision Pro on the box, it would have been cool if it had like some like glossy yeah. or some type of different feel of it yeah, some leather <laughs> something i don't know <laughs> some leather uh-huh dang so have you had a lot of time to like wear it and play around with certain apps and just use it yeah i haven't like no lifed in it but i'm oh, missing ran... out man <laughs> why are you here <laughs> nah no nah, no nah. 
Uh, but I've definitely used its battery and tried everything that, you know, a developer is excited to try. I've been on the app store and browsed apps that I didn't know about and browsed, you know, some of the indie apps of developers I follow. Um, I guess the one thing that I haven't gotten to that's really its selling point is the entertainment part. Like I need to get Apple TV. I need to get Disney plus. Uh, so I'll, I'll probably watch some movies and such, but I've, I've definitely like earlier today, I, I like the drums. So I have an electronic drum kit and it was so crazy because I was able to like pull up Apple music on Apple vision pro and like put the lyrics right in front of my drums and I could, I was like playing the drums. Like I could see what was in front of me, but I still had the lyrics right there. And it mm-hmm. was, it was so much better. And then if I, then I could turn the digital crown and I'm on the moon playing the drums. Like it, it made no <laughs> sense, but it was so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Is that your, is that your favorite part then thus far or? Um, I think. I I don't know. I I one of the apps I tried was like this puzzle game, and I I think the part I like the most is just how intuitive eye tracking is. I really think that it is the same jump from going from a razor, like a touchpad iPhone, to an an iPhone screen. Like how we used to type in uh, what. Uh, I can't remember, but you know, when you're like previously texting you to get H, you'd have to you know, click seven multiple times, whatever that, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. and then you can go to a number a touch. pad, basically when you're texting on a number pad. <laughs> exactly. And how intuitive, I mean, Jason, it is mind blowing that, and it's, it's no different than using the mouse. Like if I want to go exit in the, you know, exit the web browser, I have to yeah. get my mouse and then move all the way up to there. But on Apple Vision Pro, you just you're just looking at it, and then so naturally. Wait, then what do you, what do, you do? You, so you look at it, and then how do you like how do you do the action for it? It's uh, pretty relaxed. Like you're just you know our hands are in a natural state, and you just do like a little um, pinch gesture like that. It's I mean it's wait it takes a hand gesture. Yeah, it uses yeah oh. like that's how you that's how you click. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow, crazy! Yeah, it, it's crazy. Yeah, I so I still probably won't be making the the thirty five hundred investment though. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I think, um, it, like I said, it is a lot, and I feel like developers. It's it's like very not it's not immature, but there's just so much room for growth. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like I think. And Apple realizes it, but the, uh, the developer community is what makes iPhone, Apple Watch, and the developer community is what's going to make Apple Vision Pro great. Like sure. I said, there's a couple cool apps out there, but um, I think there's some apps that I wanted to try, but like I don't want to pay. Like, like really, apps should be free on Apple Vision Pro. <laughs> I mean, like you can have in-app purchases, but well, you got money. You got money to spend thirty-five hundred on. You should, but... you should be able to spare five dollars right. for an app. T- I was totally. About, 
the app, uh, the app idea I had, I was thinking about putting a price like 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 four dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you're spending thirty five hundred on on the headset, you could spare four dollars. Right. I don't disagree with that, but it's like, hey, I already spent thirty five hundred, and then, uh, you know, the accessory. I bought a travel bag, and then I originally thought Apple Care was not worth it, but mm-hmm. after using it for a day, I'm like, actually. I'm going to go back and get it because like, you know, the battery packets, like you have a battery and a cord that literally like connects to your side of your head. I feel like that is so easy to mess up. It's not quite like on the newer MacBooks, how you have this MagSafe, that would be really nice, but it's like a lock in and turn. And I feel like it's, just like locking it in is hard itself. Like when I did my Mm -hmm. demo, I would have really liked either the salesperson to really show me how that works or be able to do it myself. But like I was doing it and you could kind of hear like, like a little spark or two. I'm just like, you gotta be really careful with it. And then the battery pack, it, you know, it's pretty natural to fit in your pocket or something, but it's also so easy for that thing to you know slide out of your pocket like it's not likely it's gonna happen but it's definitely possible <laughs> yeah and wait how much is apple care for that is it the same uh, as i like, go um... i guess i did like the 24 dollars a month option it, i think oh. if you buy it all up front it's like 500 dollars oh mm-hmm. well, i guess for that if you're doing that investment then yeah it might be worth the worth the I think, um yeah, I think it's worth the $24 a month. Like like I said, because you're already paying, you know, $3,500. And then that's just for the, like, lower uh, storage model one. And then with, with tax, it's $3,800. So $3,800 if you want a travel case, which is needed. Like, you are, I, mean, I think you're delusional if you don't have one. <laughs> Go ahead. Show the, show the case? Yeah. I mean, zip it up. Actually, you should show show it, show it. Let, yeah, let's yeah. See let it. Me show it. Yeah. Let the people see it, especially for the people who aren't in the U.S. or who you know we exactly. don't have the thirty five hundred. Just yeah. <laughs> so this is it with uh, this little pouch on. I'm just gonna do this over the table, but it is. Oh. I mean, it is beautiful. <laughs> that yeah, actually, that does look pretty dope. Yeah, they did a really good job with the with the. Well, of course, it's Apple, right? So. Hmm. They're not gonna release something that's um that's like uh I guess bottom tier or not not right. to the best. Right. So this is a travel case and yeah, like I said, without it, it's I really don't know how you would port this thing around. Um that's two hundred eighteen dollars with tax. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's definitely a lot. Mm-hmm. And for on the Vision Pro can you FaceTime people? I, I I have no idea what are the features. But are you able to yeah. like, but FaceTime people in the sense that they like if somebody else has a Vision Pro, you guys can kind of act like you're in the same room. Is yeah, that a thing? I I haven't called anyone on FaceTime with Vision Pro. I'd love to, but I have called my friends who have iPhones, mm-hmm. and they see your persona, and it's cool. Like oh. I called <laughs> I called one of my friends unexpectedly, <laughs> and he was. <laughs> He just started laughing, like, because I had texts in our group chat that I was getting it, and I had mm-hmm. FaceTime him, and he 
like obviously because he was surprised he didn't know i was yeah. gonna it's gonna be my persona yeah. and he he just started busting out laughing <laughs> that's crazy mm-hmm. yeah and uh in terms of apps is there any app that really stood out yeah i there was this uh so one of the i was mentioning it a bit earlier is this puzzle game i can't remember the yeah. exact name of it but what it was is you're building it was just like almost like uh not quite a furniture piece but you're building like a furnace like some type of something you may see in minecraft like some just something yeah. But yeah. it had a like 3D outline of it and all of the individual parts. So you would grab it and you can kind of like very intuitively throw it into its right spot. And I mean, that would be amazing if you're learning how to assemble something. Like when I, before I had this iOS developer job, the AR role I was in was basically using AR to teach people how to assemble things. And I did try that app. And it was, it's, it looks really good on Vision Pro, not going to lie. And, but this puzzle app, whatever I was telling you about, that was just nuts. Cause like I said, I can't, I, it's hard. It was like some type of table, like something you would see in a kitchen, something like that. Mm -hmm. But like I said, all the pieces were off to the side and you can select it and throw it on to the bigger piece. And it would, you're like building it out piece by piece. And there were levels to it. And it was just so intuitive. And then I found a tic-tac-toe game, like a 3D tic-tac-toe game. And <laughs> it was like, it was like on a Rubik's Cube. So it, it was way more like immersive than just like a, you know, nine boards and you're just tapping on it. It was like multiple dimensions to the yeah. game. So, and that, that oh. just blew my mind because... Dang. When I was early, early on in my iOS development journey, a tic-tac-toe game was one of the apps I built. And I even built an AR tic-tac-toe game. So I was like, let's see if there's anything like it on Vision Pro. When I saw uh, whoever the developer was, I was like, man, kudos. Because I had a, like I said, I built one. I mean, like, it was like 2018, though. And I was like, maybe I could build it for Vision Pro. But when I saw his implementation, I'm like, yeah, that's... That's the best tic-tac-toe game on Vision Pro. It was really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then we gotta, I gotta... I gotta figure out how to try the Vision Pro. Well, I guess if I go to my local Apple store, they have uh, they have demos, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you'll definitely get a good aspect, like, looking through the... Oh, yeah. Even, like, the spatial videos, how you're, like, like right there in the moment. I haven't created any yet. But from the demo, it was it was unreal. Um, and on that note of just like spatial videos and really feeling immersive, what I like about Apple Vision Pro is I was playing Fruit Ninja. It's called Super Fruit Ninja, but mm. they have characters like there's like this main character is like this old sensei type of guy, and you can like walk across your room and like you know like interact with him and then there's like a little pig <laughs> like the little down. character yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Go bow down. laughs> yeah. and uh there's the pig like running across the and like the pig was able to go across my room floor and then jump up on the couch and you could like pet the pig and it would like it was interacting with like you know, like little hearts like the pig was like humming it was like it was crazy yeah, mm -hmm. yeah i feel like this iteration 
was I was speaking with Kilo Loco earlier this week, and that episode will be out probably like in two weeks. But I was we were speaking, and I was like, this wolf, I think it'll flop in terms of the mass market sense. Mm-hmm. Where like it's just um like people are like you, everyday Joe isn't gonna be buying right. or, or like walking around with it using it right pretty actively and I feel like this launch is for mostly the developers and just people who are because the developers are usually early adopters and people who are very into tech mm-hmm. agreed and that's kind of what this launch is for mm-hmm. so I it's agree. like but it is a very cool innovation as you said like they have the eye tracking and. <sighs> And like the, the, the whole, um, the whole, like the, the way they built it so that you can see people's eyes when they're wearing it. Uh-huh. That was pretty <laughs> neat. Like I, I did, so I, I heard a little bit about that. Like they had mm-hmm. to change it up so that, cause if you just put like a, a, a screen and like people's eyes, it looks, it would look very weird, but they did some, some like engineering, I guess, material engineering to make it look more realistic or more seamless. Right. Yeah, I haven't seen or like had a friend show me or like when I was telling you how I was like playing the drums and like Wait. mixing myself in the yeah. spatial surrounding. I was trying to like look at myself in the mirror to see if I could see anything, but I haven't haven't been able to see exactly what that looks like yet. You want to put it on now and do it? <laughs> we sure. Do it, do it live. Of course. <laughs> We're going to see. We're going to see Bryce. What if it fails? Like, um. I don't even know how you do it. Like to see it, like what do you know? <laughs> no, no. Um, but, then, but maybe we won't do it then. I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm just even trying to think, like, uh, to get the. I I don't know. It, it may be well, something I, we can. Po- I think. Well, I, well, I think if I remember correctly, I think it happens when somebody's talking to you or in your surroundings, and mm. you're in. If you're in an immersive. Thing, it, it shows your um right like a, perp, like a purple thing and if you're not in immersive and you can see people then it shows your eyes I, it'll be worthwhile to try because i still think it'd be cool just to show you what it looks like when you turn the digital crown and immerse yourself because it does kind of turn purple and you know i'll kind of get close to see if it changes but if not it'll still be cool yeah. to see so this is charging, and I'll take off my headphones. I'll I'll lose you in audio for a second, but it'll be okay. All right, are we gonna see what happens? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. All right, guys, moment of truth. Oh my gosh! <laughs> this is a. Um... Right. Power this thing on. And I'm actually just going to move you to my, my computer audio so I can still hear you. Yeah. It sounds good. Pretty easy. I like how they, they made it look like kind of like snowboarding goggles. <laughs> the spatial audio on this is crazy, too. Mm-hmm. I'm still having, I'm kind of having a hard time switching to. So I'll Audio. just leave it. Okay. And I see you. I can fully yeah. see you. Like it's uh it's so cool. Five. Is it on? Well, I think you can hear us. Okay. 
So I'm just going to turn my digital crown and see if this thing turns purple. Like I can't see you anymore. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm fully immersed. Like I'm on the moon. Oh. I put my hands out in front of me and I, I believe this is my real hand, yeah. but it's so awesome that I, I could be convinced like, this is just <laughs> like a generated <laughs> like hand like but i see oh like i can see my hands i can't see you but like i look around and i'm on the moon and i can open up safari and put a huge window like it's it's legit <laughs> dang now i just realized this is probably terrible for the people listening at home <laughs> they, they can't you guys can't see this but if you i mean if, if you guys want to go on youtube check out the video see what rice was talking about Alright. Sorry, what Bryce, was that? You back? <laughs> yeah. I was I'm talking back. to the, the listeners or the viewers. I was like, uh, this mm -hmm. is probably bad for the people who are listening like on, on Spotify or <sighs> uh, Spotify has video, but if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then you might have missed out on the little demo. Mm-hmm. All right. So I guess the last thing we'll hit on um the vision pro is uh do you did you and well, you did build an app out for it, right? Or you build what? What did you build for it? Right. So it's very MVP, <laughs> but it's an overview of stamina bar, the Apple Watch app. Mm -hmm. So, in a nutshell, it's just a window, and you have a list of like five different stamina bars you can pick from, which is all of its categories. You have like green when you're kind of at full stamina. And then kind of like that yellow green when you're maybe watching a scary movie. And it, it just explains what each different like main category of the stamina bar. So, you know, kind of like what it means to be in an endurance zone, what it means when you're doing like a high intensity workout. But the gist of it is an overview of stamina bar and to explain has big text that just explains kind of what each big main category because mm -hmm. it goes from i mean individually one to 100 but i just kind of broke that up so it's like one to 130 one to 30 means this 31 to 55 means this 55 etc etc mm -hmm. that's pretty neat i didn't um i didn't i, did, I decided not to well not that i didn't decide it but i just uh was focused on other things so i didn't get the time and I didn't want to stretch myself too, too thin and try to release one on the on the day of. Right. But I, I think I'll, well, I'll definitely be launching something at some point. Mm -hmm. It'll be worthwhile. But like I said, especially with day one release, uh, like I said, there's apps out there, but uh, there's definitely going to be more. I'm I'm excited to see what, you know, when what Apple builds yeah. upon, like some of their apps are fully fledged out, but. Take the mindfulness app, for example, like uh, I was kind of hoping kind of like that big ball that breathes in the mindfulness app, mm -hmm. like in the promo, it was like, oh, this thing is going to go all around you. But it's like it just stays there. So I'm sure it's just version mm -hmm. one of it. And like I said, some of the indie apps, like I said, are really cool. But I imagine there's a day where people are really going to get good at, I mean, just spatial development because it's yeah. early like you can't expect to have the most phenomenal and don't get me wrong they, these apps are phenomenal on there but 
I mean, you can't really expect day one to have like the most phenomenal ever app. Yeah, because uh, I mean, well, like iOS developers have to go from like building for phones and like a, I guess a two D space to building now like in three D and like VR and the, the, mm-hmm. the other tools that are involved in building something like that. Right. All right. Um, oh, and if the listeners have any ideas, you could drop it down below in the comment section. Right Maybe on. Me and Bryce will build it out. Right on. <laughs> we'll build it out. All right. Um, is, uh, did you want to hit on it? Did you have anything to talk about before we switch topics? Um, yeah. Regarding Apple Vision Pro, that's, yeah, like I said, great product. But I think we hit it all. All right. All right, uh, the next thing I wanted to hit on is, um, oh, um, I, you recently, well, we were talking about your, your kind of start, or you, you kind of want to tour doing marathons. So I wanted mm-hmm. to chat with you a little bit about that. About that. Let, let us know what, what are you, what are the plans? What are you doing? Right on. So uh, at the moment, I've traveled to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And that was just like the first race kind of the year. I looked online to see marathons, half marathons across the U.S. And Baton Rouge was driving distance in like second week of January. So uh, I stayed there for like nine days just to explore the city. And one of my coworkers are there, lives there. So I got to connect with her and do kind of like our work stuff. Yeah. And the marathon was fun. Like I got to do a half marathon through the city and yeah, it was just like LSU. The campus is cool. Like LSU is really, it was a really cool vibe. And next in two weeks from today, I'm doing Austin full marathon. So I'm going to go fly into Austin on Friday and then the race is on Sunday, run a full marathon. And then I'm going to fly back home uh, that evening. And the other race I planned is in DC. So mid March, I'm going to go run a half marathon in DC. I'm going to stay from like Wednesday to Saturday, I believe, or Wednesday, Wednesday to Sunday. I hit up some museums. One of my coworkers is like kind of nearby. So we plan to like go visit a museum on like Thursday or Friday. Yeah. That's pretty dope. I haven't uh I haven't done the half marathon yet. I mean the marathon. I've, <laughs> I've done half marathons, but not not the All marathon right. yet. I gotta I gotta make that leap still. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the people are, I'll be I'll be in Atlanta for a week, but I'm not doing a marathon or anything. I'll probably just be inside because it's cold. It's still winter out here, in um mm-hmm. in the U.S. Although not in like South Florida, to be honest. You have plans to do a marathon, or is it? Like, I, is it on your yeah? It it is on my plate. To be honest, it's just like, I guess, like just uh, setting a date and doing it, to be honest. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't even want, it doesn't even need to be a race, to be honest. Because I, I do have marathons, like, just like on my own, kind of. Right, right. And I think I could stamp out a, a marathon, maybe. Although it's probably, for the first one, I probably would want to do a race just to make right. it more, like, official. Mm-hmm. It's just like re- a bandit I need to rip off. Because I... I know it. I mean, I don't think it'll take me eight hours, but I'll, I'll probably be like in the seven seven hour range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you—that's totally possible. Like, you could walk it and 
you know, just like a little, oh. but you can totally do it. <laughs> nope. No. Wait, what are your, what are your, what's your advice for that, for like getting, getting there? Is it just something uh, you just do or? Yeah. I, if like part of it is if you're really confused on it, I would say use stamina bar because the key to running those distances is to just keep control of your heart rate. Like if, uh, like if I were new to running or like trying to advise someone to train or to just run a marathon, not even maybe you're like somewhat trained for it, or maybe you want to train or you just want to go out no training and do a marathon. Like mm -hmm. don't let your stamina bar get below like 50%. Like even if that means a run and walk, like, there's no oh so like pacing yourself right exactly it's just pacing yourself ah yeah yeah that's true mm -hmm. yeah and it's so easy to be excited about the run and then you uh you know your heart rate gets at 170 which is pretty high like at 170 yeah. that's like kind of like your you're final yeah you're you're sprinting yeah and it, like i said it's easy to feel like oh i can do this for a while i'm excited i'm doing my first marathon but marathons are long man they're long and it's like it's so easy to get injured that way like it's and like why i like stamina bar is it takes the guessing work like when you're training for a marathon they say to do a lot of easy runs because that builds up your endurance base but if you're overexerting yourself just training for a marathon what normally happens is you just injure yourself because like the the load of running you're oh i'm so tight and i can't recover but like oh. if you like really follow like how intense and you can use your heart rate to determine basically your intensity of the workouts like if you run a marathon in seven hours or six hours you still ran a marathon like it doesn't matter and I think like, again, just, a, I feel like maybe a misconception that people have. And when I've ran marathons, like I said, I've done them for fun and like, I'm not sprinting or running the whole time. It's definitely a, definitely a pace yourself. <laughs> yeah. I got interrupted. Um, it's like, what's it called? Um, yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, mm -hmm. pacing yourself is important and there's a, Hold on, give me a second. You're good, bro. All right, not bad. Um, oh, one and one one uh one thing that sparked in my head was um, are you planning to make it out to any iOS conference this year? I want to, man. Um, I uh, I don't have anything official. I think the really only big one I know of is Deep Dish Swift. And I, I've like kind of wrote a letter to the company I work for because it would be nice if they could, you know, sponsor or support me to go. But it's I don't have an official yes to go, but it's something I would love to do. Same, same. I've been eyeing at it. It's like six hundred mm -hmm. bucks off the tears. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I was yeah. I, I was gonna submit a call for papers, but. I've been too swamped with work to and just like the the breaking the iOS stuff that I haven't really I didn't I didn't I didn't set the time to do to do it. 
Right. It was gonna be a talk like I was gonna. I was thinking of a talk on super base, like building with super base or uh, building with like healthcare, something along mm-hmm. those lines. Yep. But I, um, I guess I missed the the deadline was January thirtieth. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> it would be nice to do a talk one day, but uh, I don't know. I can't. I don't know. It'd be. You don't know what topic. It'd be fine. I think. I mean, I'd probably pick, like I said, probably something around HealthKit or Apple Watch development just because it's where I spent most of my time. Uh, even in design, I feel like I probably could know enough to give a talk about, you know, designing, following uh, human interface guidelines. I feel like mm-hmm. I know a lot about that. Yeah, sometimes your talk doesn't have to be that technical. Mm-hmm. As long as it's iOS adjacent, I think. they. Mm-hmm. they I've seen people do some talks like that. Maybe I can do a talk like that, like how to become a developer. Yeah. Make it a very motivational speech. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do <laughs> every day. Best buddy. Wake up. <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't know any others in the in the US though. Mm-mm. I know that in Europe they they have like a bunch in the fall. Right, Swift leads. I yeah comes to mind. Yeah, but it would well, be nice if. No, you go for it. Mexico. There's oh, one wow. in Mexico. one in Mexico in December. Mexico City, but I believe uh-huh. that it's in Spanish. <laughs> if nah, I, if no. I, I <laughs> so you got to learn use Duolingo, and by the time December rolls around, maybe you'll be good enough. <laughs> um, I think it's pretty dope, though. Like if you actually do speak, they they I believe they fly you out and pay for hotel. Oh wow, yeah. Maybe I'll keep applying, or you'll apply like next year. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Or if the conference. Um, if the conference listeners are are or if the conference organizers are listening, hit us up. Yep, right on. Yeah. Up. I'll talk. I'll talk at the conference. What's up, people? I'll um, I'll yell at them. You need to do more. I need to do better. Chase your dreams. <laughs> All right. Um, is there anything else you want to hit on before we wrap up? Um. Yeah. I. Th- I think uh, we were going to talk a little bit about just some of our indie dev experience, how that's going. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Let's, um, yeah. let's dive into that. Right on. Let's dive into that. Um, I guess I'll go first. Well, I have, what do I have right now? I have three apps in the App Store. Nice. Uh, three apps in the App Store. I have a, a writing assistant, which is, I've actually, surprisingly, that one has actually generated some money. All right. But I've, I've kind of neglected it. <laughs> I've kind of neglected it. But it, it generates some money, and I also had a that 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 uses OpenAI. Oh, nice! And that's actually been a, a a pretty good lesson because I learned a bit about um like the do's and don'ts in terms of uh your API keys and and keeping them secure. Mm-hmm. Because if anybody's listening or if anybody has experience using the OpenAI key in your um in like an App Store app. People will, like, if you don't really do SLS pinning or if you don't have, like, some layer of security, when you make, like, that that call to, like, OpenAI slash ChatGPT, they, people will scrape or, like, find a way to get your API key and they will just run it up. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, so I got charged for, like, 150, I think, two months, two months in a row. But oh. I, they, I got refunded, though. They, okay. OpenAI was pretty nice. They, they, they refunded me. That's good. That is crazy. But yeah, in terms of uh, the other, like that, that one's done fairly well. And uh, the other apps, 
the other apps are are doing okay. It, it's it's not something I've focused a lot of attention on recently, but but they've they've been doing very well. Nice. How, How is yours? the writing assistant? Is that like in app purchases or is it a, a subscription? Okay. Yeah, nice. this is a subscription model, a yearly and a monthly option. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I, I've been meaning to change the the pricing. I think I'm gonna update my pricing to make the monthly a little bit more pricier, and that way it makes the annual more appealing. Because I actually had somebody buy the annual. Nice. Oh <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah uh, my apps are doing really good. I'd say they're like definitely it's working on it. So just released i have three apps on the app store as well uh, they're all stamina bar related <laughs> so stamina bar spatial is what i called the app for vision os probably could have been spatial stamina bar but like i said it's just just to get something out there and i may have i'm probably the only person who's used it i had to have to check what app store connect says and then stamina the bar, <laughs> yeah <laughs> And Stamina Bar for Apple Watch recently crossed 500 downloads. So that was a pretty good milestone. Uh, and I, I do believe going to these races helped that because I bought, or I made some shirts that have a Stamina Bar logo and a huge, I mean, the whole back of the shirt is just like a QR code and uh, oh. it says like download Stamina Bar on the App Store, I believe. Oh, that is so, good marketing. You going um, to marathons just running? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So when I was in Baton Rouge for that marathon about two weeks ago, I feel like that was the push to get me from like, like 480 to like that, over, just over 500 mark. So um, yeah, I feel like in another sense there is I'm starting to get more people just hit me up about it. Like uh, one of my old college friends was hitting me up in group me and was like, Yo, I love Stamina Bar. This is kind of like my thoughts on it. I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize you were using it like that. And then uh, sometimes I'll get like a DM of just like keep building Stamina Bar, and I'm like, oh, like ah. <laughs> and uh, I've gotten like a couple like uh, just reviews from people who like I didn't know directly or asked directly who were, like gave a nice review about it. So I feel like it's it's starting to pick traction and i think a lot of it came with the fidelity of the app like when i first launched it of course it was an mvp like it didn't have as well designed stamina bars or all the features but over time it has become easier to you know maybe someone's just asking me about myself and i can say oh i have an apple watch app and I'm using it now and this is what it looks like or yeah. um, similar to that. And like when I was in the Apple store getting Apple Vision Pro, everyone just kind of naturally is like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm a developer. I'm like, this is my app. So uh, even some yeah. of the people, uh, sales rep at the app store or at the Apple store was just asking about me and they were like, yo, that's a cool app. I'm going to go download it. So I feel like it's getting easier to, and I'll probably always leave it for free. Like there may be a point where it's like at 2000 users downloads that, okay, maybe worth put 99 cent or whatever. But I think for now, I'm just going to leave it free. It keeps 
people, it keeps users flowing into it. Yeah. And I recently published uh, what I'm calling Stam in a Bar Pro, which is like it uses ChatGPT and HealthKit. So, like, you basically can only ask it questions more or less around health. That's what it's like prompted to do. So you can mm -hmm. ask it, what are my health stats for the day? And it's going to say, based on your step count and blah, 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 the other health kit values I'm reading from. And then, you know, site, like when I was, it, it was a review process for Apple. Like that was, um, yeah, I think it, 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 it uh, took like six tries, I believe. But I had first uh, built like a MVP um, had some back and forth with Apple and then it just stopped working. Like, I think the, how I was trying to build it, like the service or whatever, just, just stopped working. And I was like, dang, like, and I had it, like I was, um, went through with Apple a couple of times and they're like, the only thing you need to do is make sure like China's a restricted country to put anything chat GPT related. So they're just like, uncheck China and it'll probably be approved. And I was like, heck yes. And then it, like I said, the service just expired, whatever I was using. And so I had to oh. restart from scratch, like find another approach to get a chat GPT working. And then that would work with HealthKit. And like I said, I, I feel like I went through every tutorial on how to build yeah. a chat GPT app. And that was the first step. And then I had to make it Need work. Need to make a new one. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to make it work with HealthKit. So I eventually got there and then, like I said, it was just a lot of back and forth between, okay, is this good enough, Apple? And they're like, no, you got to change this. No, is this good enough? And like I said, there is like six or seven rejections I got before it finally got approved. And yeah, it's on the App Store now. And it's it's like, it's on the charts. Like, I don't, I can't, it's uh not sure what's exactly going on behind the scenes about it, but it's, it's like, somewhere between like 50 and 70 on app store health fitness apps right now. So I'm trying to do like hit up my friends on Instagram and like the running groups I'm in, like, Hey, just continue to download it and, and rate it five stars. So uh, I, I hope it just keeps climbing. Like that's, that's the goal. Like uh, it'd be great to like just kind of compare it to the other apps. I think it has a lot of potential to be, you know, one of the, higher rating health fitness apps. Yeah. And did, did, does that one have a paywall? Yeah, it's, I just have a sure fee of $1.99. So just a front up fee on the app store of $1.99. Mm -hmm. All right. Wait, how do you manage that with like the ChatGPT? Uh, I just loaded money into it and like there's, you know, X amount of dollars in there. And then if it gets to a threshold, renew it. But like I said, it's still super new. And like, I mean, it's going to have to be a lot of more users and a lot more questions to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I ask because like as a, from the business perspective, if you have a user who, who uses it heavily, they might be costing you more than the 199. Right. And. Like I said, at the end of the day, it's it's still MVP. Like, yeah. uh, it's trying to just get it out there. And I actually have saw on Twitter kind of, I mean, there were a lot of other things motivating me just to continue to scale and put more apps out there. But I saw 
like a senior develop, developer mentioned, like, okay, basically get build your first app and get it on the app store, get your first user, and then like make an oh, app God. or whatever, scale it. So you're getting your first dollar. So it was a little bit about just like, can I make an app that can make a dollar or whatever, two dollars? And I think, like I said, as as time goes by and I see people are starting to use it, then I can update maybe how mm -hmm. the payment goes. But I think, you know, for now or the next month, like it's probably not. And like I said, I could wake up one day and there's just like way too many users uh, yeah. that I may need to really consider it. But yeah. I think, you know, for the next month, I can kind of plan on on what that is, because even if it was, you know, a dollar ninety nine a week, I'm sure if it provides value to people or however much um, it is, it definitely could be a more uh, like, I guess, a consistent payment that the users give mm -hmm. but i think for now you know you give me a dollar right. 99 to go for it <laughs> yeah all right well i appreciate you uh for coming on the show again bryce for the show we'll probably do a few more episodes like this um thank you and thank the uh, thank you guys for listening and, and watching the this episode um if you're an aspiring ios developer check out breakintoios.com i am running a new cohort um enrollment opens pretty much the day this releases and it closes like in three weeks so if you're interested in that, hit me up or go to apply.breakintoios.com. And thank you again, Bryce, for, for pulling up. If you guys want to follow us on the socials, the links will be in the description. See you guys next time. Peace. Peace.